The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. Earlier in the week, we posted a notice about an upcoming Medjinomics show. We've gotten a number of calls, quite a few calls, people writing to us and calling us, asking us about the recent Supreme Court ruling, wanting a friend of Medjugorje to respond as far as what to do next. Uh, along with that, there's also been quite a few people from Ireland uh, that have also written or asked us, uh, to respond as well. And so a friend of Medjugorje was planning on doing that show today that's going to be postponed for about a week or so. That's a lot of content to cover in a short amount of time. Up until that time, though, we ask you to remain deeply in prayer for that show and uh, for having an open heart for that. We'll be posting more when we get closer to the time. So stay close to Medjugorje.com and we'll have more information on there for you. And of course, Medjugorje is about a way of life purpose of Medjugorje is to provoke thought, to know how to apply biblical principles which our lady's messages give to us, how to transform them into life. She said that, read every day my messages and transform them into life. They're not to be just read. We're not to get the four basic messages and just go with that and not change 
our direction. The show is to show you through what we've lived to fast track you to get you where you need to be. Imagenomics shows you what a real investment is. It's a way of life of community. This is the future. Many factors of the messages display this. And so we have a financial situation for July of 2015 of Greece, of global currency coming in October. That's been proposed. Yesterday's stock market freeze. You have things like United Airlines being frozen as far as all their flights being grounded rather instead of frozen. Why is all these things happening? What's taking place? And in reaction to that, what is your reaction? Is it non-activity? Sit and wait? We have an immediacy of a mentality, or you might want to say a mentality of immediacy, that I can deal with my situations. We've got emergency rooms. You get hurt, you go straight to it. You get hungry, you go straight to some place that can provide for you if you can't. You need to go get your car fixed, you go in there. Oil Express, pull in there, sit in your car, and they change your oil. Everything is instant, and everything is immediate in regards to how we react or the spur-of-the-moment decisions that we can go act on that could take months, centuries ago, to enact. We have the ability to do so many things that it actually has blinded us. We don't see where the world's going. We don't understand it. And one thing you can realize is the things that you have the most plentiful, the things that are most granted to you on a daily basis throughout the day, all day long, are really truly the things that are the most valuable. They're plentiful not because they're cheap in a changed economy or a changed situation, but because there's such a necessity that we made them plentiful. And so you got to look at your life right now. What, for instance, like water, that if you didn't have that, which is going to be the most valuable thing to you? What we have unappreciation for and gratitude for through apathy and think it's because it's there, it's just there, that it's always going to be there, will be what you have the most value, what you'll be willing to spend the most on, what you're going to be forced to by labor to put that. And labor is value. Labor is wealth. That's where you create wealth. So if where you are and you had no water and how you got it, what would it be like? Go and Google some of the third world nations and what they do and how they line up at the well. A pump with 300 people behind them with plastic jugs. They can't even get it when they get to the well. They may walk two miles to get it. And the weight of it being heavy, the transportation of, of it like we do now, do a manually labor is going to sh- tell people the value of just water. And how many other things you can name like that, even water being heated up? So there's things you can do now to make your life easier for the future and more independent of a system that's so shaky that it's going to fall and that those things around us 
are giving us indications of, and I don't even know if they know why the stock market closed down like it did yesterday. Some could speculate maybe it was like a flash crash. And when that crash happened, they didn't stop it in time. That this was done in a way that maybe the computers caught something happening. And maybe it's tied to United Airlines and some kind of cyber attack on several levels. But all this should shake you. All this should make you be thinking. And that's the purpose of the show. To make you think into activity instead of apathy of the comfort and convenience that's afforded to us. This article comes from ZeroHedge.com. It was posted just a couple of days ago entitled U.S. Mint Runs Out of Silver on Same-Day Price of Silver Plunges to 2015 Lows. In the aftermath of the latest breakout of the Greek crisis, Europeans across the continent, not just in Greece, scrambled to buy physical gold and silver. This is what the U.K. Royal Mint said a week ago. During June... We experienced twice the expected demand for sovereign bullion coins from our customers based in Greece. Other dealers had comparable experiences. Most of our common gold coins are sold out, Daniel Marburger, director of Frankfurt-based CoinInvest.com, said by phone. When people learned that the Greek banks will be closed, they started to think that it may not be such a bad idea to have some money in gold. Goldcore, which buys and sells bullion, reported coin and bar demand increased significantly on Monday. Sales to UK and Ireland today are about three times the average level for the past three Mondays, according to an emailed statement from the Dublin-based firm. Bullion Vault, which operates the largest online physical gold trading platform, reported a jump in sales during the first half of this year, a sign of a broader increase. Earlier today, we learned that the latest place that hit by the precious metal scramble was the U.S. itself, when we learned that the U.S. Mint had suspended Silver Eagle sales as a result of a spike in demand, with our source advising that all bullion distributors like Amark, Dillion Gage, CNT, etc. were already raising premiums. And while the U.S. Mint rarely issues press releases to confirm such adverse matters, moments ago this was confirmed by Bloomberg. U.S. Mint says, 2015 American Eagle Silver Coins sold out. When will the Mint restock and resume sales? U.S. Mint plans to resume silver coin sales in two weeks. In other words, no orders until August. And while the U.S. Mint halting sales of silver or gold during times of peak demand is nothing new, what is surprising is that of monthly silver American Eagle sales demand in recent months has hardly been off the, the charts, which makes one wonder just what is the inventory buffer at the Mint if a modest 1.6 million ounces of silver sold in one week, can deplete the Mint's planned holdings for one entire month. And another question, in just what supply-demand universe does such an explicit confirmation of a surge in demand for silver result in a plunge in the price of spot silver to its lowest level of the year? So I've got a question to ask you. 
after hearing this, I propose to you, how do the prices continually fall when a product continually sells out? Maybe I'll add something to that question. So how do prices continually fall when apples continually sell out? What does the fruit stand do about the apples? There's plenty of oranges. There's plenty of other fruit and bananas. But apples are continually selling out and they sit out there three days empty. What do you do when something continually sells out of a part? The free market, when free, does not react that way. Prices go up and up and up. So somewhere in the government, somebody's scared to death that there's going to be a run on silver and they're getting rid of, that they may want to get rid of the dollars as fast as possible so they can have something that would protect it. It doesn't make sense the mint has quit selling silver. It doesn't make sense that silver has dropped for a couple of dollars in the midst of the highest demand in a long time and getting the silver. Think about that. And if you think about that, what thought is provoking you that you want to keep dollars or other investments? There's only two things solidly except for land and a, a system on the land. Land's not enough that you can feed yourself that can insure you. That's gold and silver. Silver is the best buy. It doesn't make any means for us to go away from silver because the price dropped that in regards to its value that it shouldn't be going the opposite way. This is being suppressed because they know there'll be a run on silver. You close the banks in Greece, what happened? And that's what they just did in the last couple of weeks. And metals jump, gold jump and silver jump as far as this demand, and the price goes down. This is all orchestrated. This is the void of crash. This is why they closed the stock markets in regards to a possible flash crash or whatever it was yesterday because the run on it drops the price. Everybody's selling. And it's just the opposite happened in Greece. They closed the banks. They want to get their money into something. They don't trust the banks. It was said in 2008, the government, or it wasn't said, it is the truth, the government bailed out the banks in 2008. See, the, the banks and the central bank have so much influence, so much power, control everything, is why Lincoln said, I have two enemies, one the South in front of me and one the banking institutions behind me. And the one more dangerous is behind me. And so it is. Who's going to bail out the banks next time? The government? Nope. The depositors will bail out the bank. You think they're going to go broke? No, you are. Whatever you have there, whatever they're using, whatever funds you're having, you're having as investments, they will ensure that they continue while yours doesn't, the only thing you can save and continue what you have is having it in a metal that's intrinsically valuable. 
And so it's not just silver. We produce the miraculous metal magic around for that purpose that you have something religious with it. Because in gold, when they confiscated it, they couldn't confiscate any gold that had a religious purpose. If you had a crucifix that was gold, you get to keep it. So it's twofold. That's not why we did it. We did it to sanctify your money, to sanctify what you have. You know, you can't even call silver money. It's supposed to be illegal to do that, refer it to it that way. That's a psychological game. What else is it? If things crash and the dollar goes away, and you're going to use it as your means to exchange to buy a cow, if you can even buy a cow, because the cow's worth more than gold and silver you can give it if you're starving. You only want gold or silver. That's why I said in the beginning of this that your land producing food is your investment. That's where you want to go with it. But temporarily to hold this, you put it in something that has interesting value that can't go away. June 2nd, 2011, Ali says, Look around you, my children, and see where the world is going. Don't you see this? How can silver, being such a demand, U.S. Mint closes their sales because they don't have enough supply, and the price drops? This is an impossibility in a free market unless it's not a free market and somebody's pulling the strings. Is it illegal? You bet it is. And something like this, at this level of illegality, the government will press charges. So the government's involved in this. It has to be. And with the, the banks, we're in trouble. Frank? Yeah, when something doesn't make sense and you can't make sense out of it, it's probably because it's a lie. And um, when, the, when we have the Greek crisis and uh, Greek default and the banks close and the stock market halts, and then we have the, the Chinese stock market crashing, and then we have um, the U.S. markets in a nosedive, and there's a glitch that halts trading for four hours. Forgive me for being skeptical. Um, the, and, and as you talk about the price of silver, uh, silver and money are synonymous in many languages, including the Hebrew the Bible was written in. And so silver is money. And so... Well, you when, might be arrested for that. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, but this is the reality. It is, it, it's so, so stupid, it's funny. It doesn't have anything to do, of course, People are grabbing up the most important thing in a in a currency crisis. There's only one possible reason that it could go down and go down as dramatically as it has in months is because it's manipulated. The same reason that the stock market was halted. You're trying to make something that isn't. Well, it's only based on the people's faith, like the emperor with new clothes. You're trying to make that real, and you're trying to make something real appear as if it's not real. And so what this does is when our, when our lady comes to us every Thursday to read these verses from Matthew, it shows us that we have something that's not only of substantial value, of true value, that'll hold its value, but it's nefariously undervalued. And no one can get their head around what the real price is. It's a lie. The price of silver is a lie. That's why it doesn't make any sense. It has nothing to do with the intrinsic value of an ounce of silver, or what we've ever seen, or the laws of supply and demand, it has to do with 
trying to make something that's not real real and trying to make something that's real not real. Well, how do, how do you find out what's real? You can either do it now through reflection and reason and realize what's real, or you can have that lost one-ounce silver piece that you forgot in your pocket, in your left pocket, and a dollar bill in the right pocket. And then you go through your day, and then there's a crash that takes place. There's hyperinflation, which happens could happen in a few hours as quickly as it ends. It wouldn't take very long for all this to take place. And at the end of the day, which is going to be real? The silver piece or the dollar? The dollar is just paper. You're gonna you there there is like natural law we've spoken so much about the Supreme Court. You always return to that. You always return nineteen twenty nine, get this in your mentality, was nothing but a correction. When the economy crashed, it wasn't so much a cor- a crash as everything returned to its real value. The dollar bill is not backed by anything other than faith that you believe that piece of paper is worth something. It's not backed by silver. It's not by anything. They're printing it when they need it, however they want it. And people don't even realize the government, when they pass, Congress passes a big law to get another $10 billion, they get this from the U.S. Federal Reserve. They go to them and they print it. It's not just tax money. In fact, very little tax money comes from that, those things. So they just print it. So how long do you get away with this? You get away with it as long as you cannot alert the people. You freeze the stock market. You put it on hold. You manipulate the silver to keep the game going because the people that make the money want to keep this thing going. And a lot of people politically don't want it to happen on their watch. So you got that factor. But it's not, it isn't real. And this is what Frank I want to address with what you're talking when you're saying real. How you define that? You're, you either can do it now with reason and through prayer and wisdom, or you can wait. And the reality is this is going to happen. We will not avoid it. We can't. And that's why I wrote the book. Ain't going to happen. We will not recover because we've gone astray. Michael Joseph said, the good economy and the blossoming stock markets, this is back in 99, I felt are God's final loving warnings to us as a nation. Think about where we were in 99. Everything was booming. Our loving warnings to us as a nation. However, instead of turning to him in thanksgiving, our nation has placed its trust in the blessing rather than the one who gives the blessings. And that defines everything in regards to what we're looking at the economy. That is God. The blessing is God. It's not God the giver of it. And so when God abandons it, the only reason we're sustained at this point, the only thing there's an appearance of real and the impression it makes on us is God sustains what is false. Is God false? By no means. Is mercy. He's allowing us to wake up, to those who are praying, those who convert, those who want to live righteously, those who want to be in repentance. He's giving you an opportunity to make your decisions of activity on your financial situation, your family situation, your soul foundation, as far as your faith. But all this has a physical side to it. We can go all day long wanting a beautiful place to pray, but until we build a cathedral or a church or walk into it, we don't have that environment. So there is physical things attached to this. It's just not spiritual. People, I, I remember two women that went to Medjugorje. I saw them there for a whole year, off and on. When I went there, they were there continually. They walked around begging. They're per- perfectly healthy, but they misunderstood the birds of the air fed, and 
Look at the splendor of Solomon. It's not adored like even a flower of the field. God clothes them. And they walk around like two birds, thinking and expecting somebody to feed them. This is not what this means. you got to get out of the nest at 5 o'clock in the morning if you're a sparrow to go find them, dig in the ground and find that worm God put there. So these two women were a classic example of, of thinking, God's going to take care of me. No, you got to make the prayer, the fasting, gain the wisdom, and make decisions. So, Frank, I, I was, wanted to clarify this. This is a good point you hit on about reality and real. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is it. And then you have the miraculous model, which Our Lady says, in the end, my immaculate heart will triumph. And you have the immaculate heart model, O Mary, conceive without sin, pray for us who have recourse to thee. And it doesn't, it doesn't get more real than this. Our Lady has, is buying us this time. She's, she's holding off God's judgment on the system. And all these signs that we're seeing, these collapses are warnings that it's getting very close. And so anything that's in paper is going to be regrets. You don't need to have regrets. There's something that um, is not only real, it's a fraction of its true value. It's artificially low. And it bears the image of Our Lady who said yes to God, who's coming every day for us in our times. So the miraculous metal measure glory round is here for conversion, to convert unreal things into real things and to convert hearts back to Our Lady's Son. And so that's what we're here for. That's what our ministry is here for. And we'd encourage people to call us. You need contact information. Sure. You can reach us toll-free, 877-936-7686. You can email us at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. And our website is globalsilverinvestors.com. Again, Frank, a call. You can ask any questions and details. We don't go into details on the Medjinomics show because we, we bring up the issues and, and also those things that is necessary for you to help you make a decision. All right, there, should be, there should be some part of your paycheck every week coming out and put it in into silver. And then get that and put it into land or means or system with others in the community that you can feed yourself. You need to get there. I already said in this message, already quoted June 2nd, 2011, with an open heart. In fact, I asked you the question, how did the prices continue to fall when the product continually sells out? That can't happen nowhere. It doesn't do that. But Our Lady in this, 2000, uh, this June 2nd, 2011 message also has a question. She asked you this, with an open heart, sincerely ask yourselves, if you want the living God, or do you want to eliminate him and live as you want? If you're following the world in this direction and you long to continue that and hope is a recovery, it's without God. It's eliminate God and continually eliminates God. And do you want that? And that's when she continues after she asks that question. Look around you, my children, and see where the world is going. The world that thinks of doing everything without the Father and which wanders in darkness and temptation. And you want to stay connected to that? You need to make decisions to disconnect in every place possible. You can't completely disconnect from the world. That's true. That's what Jesus said in the Bible. Be in the world, but not of the world. How much of what you do is of the world 
rather than being in it out of the necessity of living to gain eternal life. This is the means for the future. And these are the thoughts you should have in your heart. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomic show with a friend of Medjugorje. To listen or download free, go to medj.com, spelled M-E-J dot com. The left-hand menu, Radio Wave, and click on Past Shows. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000. Thank you for listening.